Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee with the Bellamy's, bringing you laughter, marriage, and current events. Enjoy! Turn off now. What was that? What'd you ask? Who takes the longest to get ready? Who takes the longest to get ready? Nicholas? Bellamy? Hmm? Oh, you're asking me? Mm-hmm. I plead the fifth. It is not I. <laughs> Why are you pleading the fifth? Because it is not I. Because you're a smart husband? It is not I. Because <laughs> you are a smart husband. That's why you plead the fifth. It is not I. So, this is going to be our first our introduction to Coffee with the Bellamy. <laughs> I like the name. You like the name? Yeah. has a ring to it. You think so? No? Okay. Corny. Got it. I like the name. And it's a way for us to kind of inspire other couples and marriages to just be authentic, be themselves, and to have healthy marriages. That's really what, to me, it's about. What is it about to you, Coffee with the Bellamy? Um, inspiration, yeah. And being transparent. Transparency. Is that right? Candid. Transparent. Mm-hmm. So, no sugarcoating. Nope. No watering down. What we record is what it is. I will not be editing. So, let's go back to that question. What? Who takes the longest to get ready? Who takes the longest? I'm asking the question. Not answered. We've already answered that. No, we didn't. I pleaded the fifth and said not I. We've already answered that. No, we didn't. I pleaded the fifth and said not I. That was my answer. You answered for both of us. No, I answered for me. Mm Mm-mm. So, the next question is that I think that people would like to know about us in our transparency. Where did we meet, Mr. Bellamy? Charlotte. (laughs) Charlotte? Yeah. What happened? How did we meet? How did we meet? Damsel in distress. I had an S on my chest come through like Superman and swooped you up. Oh, God. You've been on cloud nine ever since. So you saved me? Yeah. Okay. That's not how it happened? No. Oh, my bad. <laughs> how did it happen? 
It did not happen that way. It must have been a movie, I thought. How did it happen? Absolutely. Wake up. This is real stuff. It happened. Do you remember the church you were going to in Raleigh? We won't call any names. Good. And <laughs> you was on the verge of becoming an atheist. Do you remember that? I do remember struggles, yes. <laughs> you questioned in the church? Had to trust in the church. That church? It was a church. It was a cult. Okay. And questioning God because God wasn't telling you to wear dreads? I don't think he ever told me to wear dreads. No, you're completely bald. Yeah, but when I had the waves, I never saw your waves, Nick. I don't know what you're talking about. I have people that can vouch for me. I got a barber here in Charlotte that can vouch for me. Nick, we've been together for 10 years. And I've been shaving for 10 years. You've been shaving for longer than 10 years. Okay, 12 years. When I lived here before, I was not shaving. Anyway, next question. Yeah, you digress. So, the church in Raleigh had you contemplating, contemplating your religious beliefs, and you didn't know if you want to continue, and you remember we used to have Bible study like every single night? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you? I do. Do you remember trading emails every day, all day? Like they got fired? Yep. Do you remember the prayer? No weapon, no enemy, no... Yes, no principalities, yes. Yes, I do. You didn't finish it or you forgot the rest? I remember the prayer. I did not remember word for word, but I do remember. Mm-hmm. I remember the morning manna. Mm-hmm. I remember. I'm old, I ain't that old. You old. You don't remember. I'm still kicking, though. <laughs> So, that's how we met. That's that's kind of what brought us together in a weird but purposeful way. Because it kind of, what it did was it positioned us to kind of place God as the center, the foundation, really, for our marriage. In the very beginning, he was all up in it. He was all up in a marriage. Oh, God, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I digress, my bad. He was all up in a marriage from the very beginning, which kind of spins over to the day that we got married, that Monday, and the three-strand cord mm-hmm. conversation we have with our pastor, the late Reverend... Daniel Sanders, who married us? Yes. Yes. And so that's really how we met. But I didn't fly in my cape? No, you didn't, Superman. Not not that time. 
in fact, it was the other way around. You needed help, and I kind of was your superwoman. You're little, as you call me. What do you call me sometimes? You don't know? Bay. Uh-huh. Besides Bay. <laughs> Besides Bay. Good morning. Sunshine. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Good God. Y'all see what you have to deal with. Uh, yes. So that was really our beginning. Our beginning actually was in God. And that has remained a very present piece to the marriage and kind of helped to sustain the marriage as well. Would you agree? 100%. 100%. What do you admire about me? The driving willpower. Um, I can't be sexual on this camera. No, you no. Uh, well, you said be. Everyone that listens to this will not be married, and then some things. You say transparency. No, Nick. Therefore, we're speaking the truth, the whole truth. We are speaking the truth, truth, but it's not the sexual truth. We're going to leave that part in the bedroom. But isn't that a part of marriage? It's a very present piece to marriage. An important piece. A very important piece. And needed piece. Necessary. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) What do you admire about your wife? Oh, we were talking about the other thing. No. Um, the drive and willpower that you have, um, the determination uh, that you push through um, your dependency on God. Um, but definitely your drive and, and your willpower. That pushes me to push harder. Okay. And probably some things I can't say on tape, but I do admire your eyes still. And your half smile. And beep, 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 beep. <laughs> okay, beep, what do I admire? Beep. Wait, wait oh. what do I admire about Stop you? Stop beeping me. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do you admire about me? <laughs> Before I start telling the truth, the whole truth. I admire your dedication to our marriage, your curiosity about God, your zeal for God, your prayers that you send up. And I admire how God will speak to you at times, and sometimes you share, sometimes you don't. Um how he leads you to cover me. I admire that about you. And I'm grateful for those things about you. I admire how you're like a camouflage. You really you really can get along with anyone. I admire that about you. I admire how you seek to find peace in all situations and something to laugh about. You like to make people laugh. You like to make me laugh, I think. 
If you don't, you do. I'll be serious. <laughs> See, like, right now, I, mean, I, I really think you were a comedian in your previous life. I'll be serious and you'll be laughing at me. No, whatever. You're just funny. Um, I admire how you're just like a Devo. Seriously, not a diva, that's a woman, but the diva, the male version of a diva. I think you made that up. That is you. You are well kept, and I wouldn't have it any other way. That's what I admire about you. I admire how you love people despite anything. You love people unconditionally. And then when you discriminate, you discriminate against all people without any type of black, Puerto Rican, Haitian, Hispanic, white, Chinese, <laughs> Asian, Australian, Norwegian, Russian, every race got a problem. True. So no, I don't discriminate. You are, would you call it an equal opportunist racist? I am an equal opportunity racist. I talk about them all. Yeah. I admire that about you. I do. Next. Moving on. I guess maybe people would like to know how do we support each other? Like, what do we do to support each other? How important is supporting each other? What does it mean to you? It's, uh, just as important as sex and marriage. Sex and marriage is extremely important. <laughs> Support is extremely important. <laughs> because <laughs> Okay. See? When I'm serious you laugh at me. That's how I know you don't take me seriously. Whatever. What? Anyway. This is your question, you answer it. Uh, Whatever's on your little heart. What was the question? Support. Yes. Undergird. Bracing. It's very important because without support in a marriage, that's um, the verse that says the two shall become one. Then that without support, then there is no one. It's still two. Um, as it was explained to us, there's no such thing as 50-50. Each person gives 100%. And if a person's um, down, then the other person picks up and runs with it. Um, it's vital to have support. And with support comes encouragement. And with encouragement comes days that you just don't feel like getting up and going. But you need that push. 
and that understanding that it's not just you, but you, as as the man of the house, you are dependent on me to do what I'm supposed to do each and every day. Um, and you, as the woman of the house, support that. Um, good days, bad days, refried days, hellish days, whatever you want to call them. You, you, you... You have to support that. <laughs> See, that's, that's why I don't like talking. <laughs> Did you say refried? There are some days that are mixed up. Um, it, it's it is. Uh, it, it's like medicine. That's a good analogy. Your your spouse has the medicine that only the spouse has. No one else can give you that medicine. It's it's like blood pressure medication. You need some. Your kryptonite. No, I said medicine. Oh. Okay. You. It's, it's vital. It's, it's a part of life. You need it to survive. There we go. Survival. Just like if you don't take your blood pressure medication, what happens? Your blood pressure blows your head off. So, you Isn't take... Isn't that like a visual of like a cartoon? Squeeze into the head pop off? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not... That was bad. Good analogy, though. It's a good point. If you don't take your medication, what do you do? You die. Important. Support is extremely important. It is life. Huh. If you don't have support, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. True. I like that. And that's a two-way street. Wow. You're looking at me pretty intensely right now. They can't see me looking at you. Oh. Okay. So support to you is very important, apparently. It's a requirement. It's a requirement. It's, it was the fine print, but it was bolded so you could read it before you signed. Mm-hmm. So then I guess it would kind of coincide with... Sex? To, no? Okay. Maybe later. Ooh. We're going to wrap this show up, y'all. It's been fun. Um... <laughs> We, no. For sickness. Support. Yeah. Health. Support. Health. Uh-huh. Richer. Support. Uh-huh. Poor. Support. Uh-huh. Life. Support. There. Death. Support. Come on now. You better. You better preach it. The, you never know what you're getting into until you get into it. Support. You don't know what you're supporting. You just know you have to be a supporter. You do know. No, you don't. You didn't know you were going to have to support me through two parents' deaths. You didn't know that. That was not planned. That was not intended. But you had to be there. Maybe maybe you don't know how and if you can handle a certain thing until it's presented to you. Well, you never know because you never plan for stuff like that. Right. Even though that's part of life, you never... You never go into a marriage thinking, well, 
I'm gonna have to support this person through death. Yeah. It's just a umbrella of support. And that umbrella is wide as 10,000 miles and there's a lot under that support. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, um, you know, seeing, seeing a person off to work every day. Yeah. No, it's serious. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be a point in time when that person is at their lowest. Yeah. When they do not give a damn about life itself. Mm-hmm. And it's your responsibility as a spouse mm-hmm. to nurse them back to health, to nurse them back to sanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Amen. You, I've been that for you and you've been that for me too because I remember transparency, right? I remember when I went through a depression. Do you remember that? I do. What was that like for you? Like, just seeing me in that state? Confusion. Confusion. Because I'd never experienced depression. I'd never experienced... uh... Well, it wasn't sex, so you were just lost, right? There was no sex, yeah. I was sad. I was depressed. Oh, man. Okay, to clarify, guys, not to say depression means no sex. He's taking it to the next level. It was not that. No, but you... you, Gosh. I apologize to all the single celibate people that listen to Coffee with the Bellamy's. I will talk with him and see if he'll do better the next segment. Celibate? Yes. Not everyone that listens is married. Oh, my bad. Yes. Believe it or not. Well, once y'all do... <laughs> anyway. Good God of mother. So, nevertheless, sir, getting back to the point. Support. Support. Um, you digress. And depression, you dealing with my depression, what it, that was like for you, and... Again, having to deal with that. Yeah. It was tough from my aspect of, as a man, as a husband, Mm -hmm. you can fix everything. You can fix anything. Mm -hmm. And that I couldn't fix. Mm -hmm. Didn't know how to fix. Mm -hmm. Um, Tried to fix it. so that, that was a learning experience that even though you are a man, you don't know everything and you can't fix everything. Mm-hmm. You can only support. Mm-hmm. Um, How does God come into all of this? Well, it was a twofold prayer. Mm-hmm. One, help her find her way. Two, help me to understand. Um, yeah, that was, it was just that simple. Because I don't know how folks, other folks pray. Mm-hmm. But vows and arts and these and all that ain't typically a part of my repertoire. <laughs> no, it's not. So, well-educated man, but I can get country when I need to. 
and I talk to God in my old country self of how I talk to him. All the time. So, um, yeah, it was a twofold prayer because I had no clue. Mm-hmm. And I ran out of suggestions and options and things. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like a, you came with the instruction manual. Mm-hmm. Um, or the marriage. I guess the marriage kind of did, you know, to some degree, called the Bible. It did, but it don't talk about depression in the Bible. Yeah, it does. Does it? Mm-hmm. I must have skipped that chapter. It talks about anxiety and not being anxious. Be anxious for nothing. It does talk about that, yes. Mm-hmm. Make all requests known to God. <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. Let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. It's one way to deal with depression. So, no? Oh, um, yeah, that's what it was. And the, um, just allowing you to move at your pace. Mm-hmm. Not pushing you, not making you go be around people, mm-hmm. none of that. Because mm-hmm. you, you had to be ready to do it, not me pushing you to do it. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't. I fixed you by allowing you to fix yourself. Mm-hmm. It was the best way for you to handle that. Because ultimately, anything else would have probably pushed me over the edge. And it was so early in our marriage when that happened that anything could have happened. You know what I mean? And it could have been really detrimental to the marriage and to us. And when I came out of that depression, I remember... Like birth and the pain stops today. I had, um, I think I was, was I done with school? Oh, it started, I was in school and almost done with my degree um, in mental health counseling because I, I really wanted to, most people don't know this, but I really wanted to learn how to fix myself. I wanted to teach myself how to overcome and not allow myself to get to that place again, that low place again. And I knew, of course, God was there, but I felt like there was something bigger in this because a lot of things that he allows us to go through, it's not for us, it's for other people, for us to share that experience with other people. And so I birthed a book called The Pain Stops Today, 10 Steps to Discovering Your Purpose. (laughs) ironically, during that time. And I started the Veronda Bellamy Inspired show in which that continued for how many years? Three or four years. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a spinoff of it and what have you. And so God is strategic in everything that he does and how he orchestrates things. And it's imperative that when you do choose a mate that you choose and wait on the white, the right person, the right individual to come into your life. So the Bible says when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. And the Bible also references that men should seek women and not the other way around. What do you think about that? Um... 
nowadays it's a little uh, different. Different how? Meaning, it's more, um, Shark Tank either be eaten. Mm-hmm. Um, old school, Either almost 50 or just over 50. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think men should still pursue women mm-hmm. um, because that shows um, it shows that a, a man has a, a set mind. Mm-hmm. And you know, when when a man gets a woman in his sights and he's like, all right, this is it. This is who. I prayed for this. This is above and beyond what I prayed for. Um, mm-hmm. Then, of course, is that how you felt? That is how I felt. I got what I asked for and a whole lot more. Um, <laughs> I broke my train of thought. Um, it should still be that way. Because it's even Adam and Eve, even though God uh, kind of orchestrated that, but Adam pursued Eve. Um, well, one thing he did was he took the rib from from Adam and made Eve. He did. Therefore, she was a part that goes back to the other question. The two shall become one. The support. Mm-hmm. Um, but she covers his heart. Do you know that? The, the rib covers the heart. The rib cage, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets broken when a person's in cardiac arrest and you're doing CPR is the rib cage. So the rib cage is also support or protection, but it's also a lifeline. Hmm. Oh. Look at you. I like that. Because it's the pressing on the rib cage that keeps the blood flow during a cardiac arrest event. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 pretty intelligent as you can see. But anyway, go ahead. So yes, men should still pursue women. It shouldn't be the other way around. Now, granted, a woman they may know what she wants and she seeks out that man. But mm. um, it could be a situation where she's paying attention to him and he's not paying attention to her, or uh, what may have you. So if she she has a man in her sight, then she lets him know she's interested, but he should still pursue her if he's interested. It shouldn't be all the way to the end. She's pursuing him. She's asking him for his hand in marriage. Um, 
because it, it's... Is that out of order? Yeah, it is. It, it's... You get the question, who, who, who's wearing the pants, who's wearing the dress? Um, I mean, it is what it is, truth be told. A woman should never ask a man for marriage. They can talk about it. They can um, fantasize about it. They can write about it. But there never should be a woman giving a man a ring unless it's the wedding day. Mm-hmm. Right. Which means he had to ask her beforehand in order for her to give him one on the wedding day. Yeah, he had. they didn't just show up incidentally at the same place at the same time dressed up and said, shh, <laughs> we might as well do it since we're here. No, there, there had to be a question asked. And, oh, gosh. And, and the man had to ask the question. Wow. So apparently we have a lot to say about marriage. I think that maybe for our, let's call this the, not the prelim, preliminary, but the pilot of the show, Coffee with the Bellamy. Okay. Because we have a lot to say, apparently, about marriages. That's one thing that I do hear, and we, I think that people really need to hear our point of view about marriage. We will also seek out ways to bring you all more content of relevancy. Next up, you'll hear from the owner of Bougie Liminaries. Ms. Erica Smith with us, um, who is the founder of Bougie Liminaries. Am I pronouncing that correct? Yes, Bougie Liminaries. Yes, I love the name. Um, I love everything that it represents. Um, And it seems like you transitioned from corporate America. Is that correct? Correct. Yes, ma'am. How is that going for you? You know, it's been interesting because initially um, I I came home one day and I just looked at my husband and I was just like, I'm done. I'm, I'm just done. I was like, I have a plan. I've been thinking about it for weeks. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I was like, we've had this idea for several years. We're just going to move forward with this idea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just going to go for it. Take that leap of faith and jump. And mm-hmm. it's been it's been really good. I mean, of course, it's been scary because we also have three children. So, you know, it's just like kind of putting all our eggs in this basket and just, you know, and you hear a lot of people that have also done, you know, similar things and they tell you like, no, just wait, you know, don't. And it's just like when you when you get to that point where you realize that your day job is impeding mm-hmm. the thing that you would like to be your full, you know what I mean? Like it's, a, right. it's, it's in the way. And right. so it's like something's got to give because there's only so many hours in the day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you want to do? And mm-hmm. so I've made the decision to walk away. And for total transparency, I do still do some consulting. So the thing mm-hmm. that was my full-time job is now like my side hustle, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's and you know what I agree. That's that's how it should be done because you you still got responsibilities and 
and all of that. So thank God you were able to kind of find a way to make your, like what you feel is your purpose primary and then this other thing that you've been doing forever, like part-time until your purpose is full-time. So it's hard to do, but you have positioned yourself in a place to where you actually can do that. And that's amazing. That's amazing. So I'm going to go ahead and just read some of your bio, not all of it. And um, we'll just kind of flow from there, okay? So uh, Bougie Luminaries is an experience born out of a love for candles, culture, romance, and beauty in 2014 after a candle-making workshop reignited founder Erica Parker Smith's childhood passion for the art. Flames always fascinated her. Initially, she made candles for family and friends who wondered why she and her husband, illustrative artist Mr. Jamal Smith, weren't in the candle business. The idea was considered and shelved until 2016. The couple toyed with the idea again. Bougie Luminaries came to life in 2017 when the duo decided to just go for it. They began brainstorming names and concepts. Eventually, their focus narrowed when two themes repeatedly emerged, pinup art and pop culture. Those themes inspire all that they do. Bougie Luminaries is an amalgamation of passions, candles, art, movies, Music and a and a life lived full of experience mingled with the tradition of black black excellence. They wondered if anyone wanted to see or celebrate melanated beautiful women in the same ways they do. The couple figured out how to merge their eclectic taste with visually stunning art and fragrances to create arousingly decadent candles. In 2018, founder Erica Parker Smith walked away from corporate America to launch Bougie Luminaries. Today, the family is owning bougie-ness and learning to be comfortable in it. This business reminds and reflects daily the varied beauty that exists throughout the African diaspora. It teaches self-love and to take bougie as a compliment. What's next? They'll continue to celebrate their culture. So, Erica, I just want to welcome you and thank you for joining me here on Coffee with the Bellamies. And I really want to learn everything and have my, my audience to learn everything about your your products and, and, and all of that, what the brand is about. I think we've covered some of it, but we're going to go just a little bit deeper into what it is that Bougie Luminary stands for. Okay. okay. So tell me about the products exactly. What 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 are the products that you have right now? Okay. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having us on also. Um, the products are virgin coconut cream wax candles. Mm-hmm. So okay. people hear that and they're like, oh my gosh. And it's like, no, they do not smell like coconut at all. So you don't smell <laughs> coconut. Um, and we just like, so that's what the products are. And I have... Um, I love, like, a good perfume. I love, like, a good body oil, um, incense, things like that. So I always tell people when they ask, like, you know, what do they smell like? And it smells like pretty much if a body oil or a perfume and candle had a baby, it would be Bougie Luminaries. Hmm. I like that. I like that. So they are not your typical fragrance profile. Okay. Yeah. So what are some of the fragrances that you use? Not to give away everything, but just to give us an idea. Um, If you read them, so there's a lot of um, Amber Noir, Mm -hmm. like different kinds of sandalwoods, um, Mm -hmm. cedarwood, 
things like that. Um, there's also featured some um, alcoholic scents, if you will, um, like Chardonnay, whiskey, Ooh. cognac, um, a couple of like, you know, musky type things. There might be like cigars or um, old wood. So if people are familiar with that, so that's one of the most expensive fragrances to find in the world like that they mm-hmm. put in perfumes mm-hmm. um, and so finding things that you know just are like grown you know mm-hmm. what I mean so it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's not your grandmother's candles but it's right. not like you know just a basic candle either Wow. so yeah That sounds amazing. So for all of these candles, I was browsing around on the website. For each candle, it looks like there's a specific name to kind of match it. Yes, yes. How did you develop the names? What's the, like, the thought behind that? You know, as we went through and um, we were talking about the product line and something Mm -hmm. that we always, because we're big into movies, so we love Mm -hmm. movies, we love music, all those Mm -hmm. things. And so I was like, wouldn't it be neat if we created the fragrance profiles inspired by like some of our favorite films? you know Mm -hmm. or like a favorite character or a favorite song like just the mood that you're in or the mood that these things put you in you know Mm -hmm. when you watch them like what's like that spirit in there and Mm -hmm. so that's the you know the story behind each of them and when I say we have such a list (laughs) they have such a list and um I mean it excites us though and sometimes we'll have somebody that'll come and say you know well what about such and such movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, yeah, that could be good too, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we did have somebody do that recently, and I was like, you know what? That was not on my list, but I was like, I will go into the lab and see what comes out. That might make okay. the list. We'll see, <laughs> you know? And it actually did make the list. Wow. You know? And so it's just, they they come, the inspirations come from different places. Sometimes it could be, um, you know, my husband showing me some of the new art that he's working on. And I'll Uh say, you know what, that's the perfect label for XYZ. And Mm -hmm. I have the perfect fragrance for that, you know? So it's just. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I hear the passion. I hear yeah. the passion. I mean, That's it's so amazing. fun. I get so happy about it. Like, I get really, really happy. Like, it excites me. I'm sitting in the workshop now. Like, I come in here, and I work each day, and it's just, it's like, it's my happy place. Right. That's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. So the movies that you're you're inspired by, is there a type of genre or a certain type of movie that you guys prefer or is it cross the board? Do you have Akuna, Akuna Matata like The Lion King? You know, what <laughs> What kind of inspires, you know what I mean, like the type of movies or um, candles or what have you? Well, initially, these first few that we launched are kind mm-hmm. of are like kind of cult classics for us um, and just movies that touched us or impacted us in some kind of way um like for instance like boomerang i remember when boomerang came out and i saw boomerang at the movies 
and it absolutely blew my mind. I love that movie, and I just knew that when I got older, I was going to be Jacqueline. Like, I just knew that. I was going to be working in corporate America. I was going to be fly. I was going to be owning it. Like, you know, I just, and so just those things, you know, and seeing, I think for me growing up, as far as, like, film or television, outside of, like, the Cosby show or A Different World, mm-hmm. Boomerang was the first time that I saw, like, adults, you know what I mean? Like, that look yeah. like me. Right. In that type of light, in that environment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, doing those things. Right. So that just, you know, that just put me in a whole different place. So, right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I hear the word bougie, like, and I'm, and and I know what it means. Um, can you right. can you share with the audience what it means to you guys? So I mean, bougie means what you know everybody typically associates bougie bougie with. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the second part of that, bougie is also the French word for candle. Mm-hmm. So for us having a candle company, calling it Bougie Luminaries made so much sense. And then the word luminaries means light. So, mm-hmm. and also, you know, just to be an inspiration also, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. when you put those things together, it's like, okay, so it means candlelight. But then it also means like, you know, a higher quality, a higher standard, you know, for that good life, but also inspiring others. So it's like we wanted to encompass all of that into the brand and it permeates throughout everything that we do. So, and then bougie also means for me, because my whole life, like I've been, you know, people are like, oh, you're so bougie. You know what I mean? Or you hear people mm-hmm. say bougie and it's typically not meant as a compliment. Right. And I started to realize that, you know what? No, it is a compliment. It is a compliment. So when somebody calls me bougie, it's like, okay, so I have standards. I have things mm-hmm. that, you know, I know what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. And I know where I would like my life to go and where I envision mm-hmm. my life and the type of life that I would like for or that I strive to have for myself and my family. And if that means mm-hmm. that I'm bougie, then I'm going to take that all day and I just say thank you. Hmm. I like that. I like that so, because that's so yeah. true. I see it the same way. I see it as a compliment. Um, and I mean, so for you guys, it has really a double meaning. Yeah. Right. There's there's a yeah. word for that. I forget the name. I can't think of the name for double meaning words, but um, so it has a double meaning, and that's that's amazing. I agree. Like I said, bougie is is a compliment. You do have standards, and your brand is is really representative of it having standards as well. So it's kind of like the product that you purchase is going to come with high standards and a high um, deliverance in terms of what you will receive um, ultimately. Is right. That correct? Yes, ma'am. We love adding like the packaging. People are always so surprised because we intentionally before we launched, we were I wanted to put the boxes out online. So like I was like, oh, gosh, I cannot wait. I want people to like see this packaging because it is so amazing. Mm -hmm. And we decided to wait until after we launched Mm -hmm. and you like some people got it in their hands. And then, you know, people were like, oh, my God, we love the packaging. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, I mean, just like we literally took the time to really 
go in depth and just make sure that like everything that we deliver, you know what I mean, that is to that standard so that you feel like when you get it, it's like you gave yourself a gift. Because yeah. it's like, you know, you, you order it and you just expect to get the candle, but then you open the box, you know, you open the envelope. First of all, you see the envelope because even the mailer envelope that we put the box in, you know what I mean? Like it's that, <laughs> it's wow. that level of, you know, detail. And then you open the box and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, so there's more than a candle in this box. You know, not right. to give too much away because I like people to be surprised also right. when right. they get the boxes. But it's just, yeah, we we tried to just really, not even try, we really did, you know, put thought into each and every interaction that people have with the brand. Mm. And we want people to feel good and we want them to share with their friends and tell people. And we often say that, that, you know, we're proud to create products that not only we're proud of, but that other people are proud to share with their family and friends and make them gifts either to themselves or to other people. Yeah. The From what I've seen, the actual candle holder itself, the container, it, it, it just looks amazing, like... There's a lot of thought. You can tell it's a lot of thought, a lot of bouginess put into this. And it's something that once you get it, it looks like you'll always keep it. You know what I mean? Like it truly is art. Who who does the art? Okay, so my husband does well. We we He does. He has the artistic talent. I, I will never take that. It's just I come up with these ideas, and I'm like, okay, I need a woman that looks like this, and she's doing this, and this is the pose. And then he, just, he rolls with it. And he's just like, okay. And then he'll come back and we'll discuss it and we have design meetings and, you know, we talk about the labels and because we worked together for so many years and we had another business, like we're really good at, you know, coming together and he is excellent at executing the vision that's in my head. So I love being able to like do that together. So, yeah. Yeah, that's special. Husband and wife duo. Being able to work together as a team, make things happen, and really just kind of rock things out together, and you just kind of get each other. It's kind of like a triple bonus. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It is. To being married, it's just amazing, and I, I definitely admire that, and that's really what Coffee with the Bellamies is about. It's really the show and a podcast um, with me and my husband just sharing our ideas and concepts and just laughter and things like that. Um, and just being married. So it's so many different, you know, components of marriage and just seeing this being something that you were able to pull off um, with your husband's support and his inspiration as well um, to what it is that you had in mind, your vision. So it's just, it's it's amazing. I commend you guys both on being able to do such a thing with excellence, with the spirit of excellence. Thank you. It's amazing. (laughs) So. Thank you. How can the listening audience locate you guys? Okay, so our website um, is www.bougieluminaries.com. And Mm -hmm. all of our social media handles are at Bougie Luminaries, um, Mm -hmm. except for Twitter. Twitter is just the letter B and Luminaries, so it's B Luminaries. But everywhere else, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, those are all at Bushy Luminaries. Got it. 
And I understand that you have one product giveaway that you're willing to share with our one of our selected um, listeners. Yes, yes, yes. So we will um, give one lucky wit- winner one of our uh, Bougie Luminaries candle boxes and all the goodies that come with that. So they'll get a candle and a few other things in that box. That's awesome, awesome. So we're actually going to give it to the 100th caller. So whoever that is, they will get the giveaway. I'm so excited and so grateful to you to have known uh, known you have met you before to see where you guys are at yes. this point with bringing bougie luminaries to life i'm always looking and scoping out for talent um anything that really speaks to my brand as well and it just made sense for us to you know kind of collaborate i would love to get you back on um as things continue to evolve for you guys what is the future of bougie luminaries what do you have in mind well in the future i would love to actually have um one a mobile boutique and then two also a brick and mortar boutique and we are also um expanding into um, having our products in various boutiques so we are finalizing the first um few boutiques um that we've reached out to that are interested in carrying our um candles so that's fairly exciting and then also we are going to have um a product review and feature coming out in a print magazine so i'm like i don't even want i'm like i don't want to say like the name of the magazine just yet until we get like the finalized details but it is happening um, and I can tell people, like, it's in this issue. Please go check it out. We are in there. Awesome. So we're excited about that. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited yes. for you guys. I look forward to hearing about the growth. I, I just, I don't know. I have I have a, I have a way with recognizing talent. I, I, I believe, Erica, that you guys are really onto something with this. And I pray yes. continual, continual, enormous, you can't even contain it, blessings um, to come from what you guys are doing with Bougie Luminaries. Is there anything that you would like to share with the um, audience, like any type of, like a tidbit in terms of starting your own business, marriage, or any of that? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I wish I could do both. So I will say for the marriage component, I'm always an advocate of friendship being a firm foundation from which to build your marriage on. Mm -hmm. Because I truly believe and I have seen it in my own marriage that friendship will carry you through no matter what life throws at you all as a family. Mm -hmm. Because that spirit of friendship will you know help keep you all grounded and it helps you communicate because it's like we're not going to talk to our friends a certain way you know what I mean like we we treat our friends with a certain level of respect and we communicate clearly most of the time you know what I mean we're forgiving to our friends and we're open and you know all of that and those all are ingredients for you know a successful marriage and then for business I always tell people like you know God blesses you with that vision, whatever that vision is and that passion in your heart is given to you and you alone, whether or not it makes sense to your family and friends does not matter. Pursue that which was given to you with all the passion and heart that you have. Because other people will understand, because trust and believe when we got when we've been talking about bougie luminaries, our family thought we were crazy. 
they really did wow. like nobody understood they were like y'all are doing what like mm-hmm. but we don't understand and then when we launched and they could mm-hmm. actually see the finished product right now <laughs> they understand you know what I mean like literally now yeah. they've come along like my mom comes to vendor events with me my mom helped wow. me then you know awesome. and she just was so like I don't get it you know but now she sees it she gets it she's seen people's reaction to it mm-hmm. and she was like Erica this is gorgeous yeah you know yeah. and she has even said you know what I'm going to sign up for some vendor events and I want to take the candles and sell them also Aww. and I'm like okay mom you know Aww. and so that is like huge you know, my mother in love also was like, I see you guys and I'm going to order some candles too, you know. And so it's good right. that when people finally understand and you know that, okay, they see it now and mm-hmm. that lets you know that you're on the right track. So it's like, just stay the course, stay the course yeah. and, and do it and make it happen. That's it. That is it. Yeah. And everyone has officially from the Veranda Bellamy Inspired platform and segment, our new segment, Coffee with the Bellamy, has heard from Ms. Erica Parker-Smith of Bougie Luminaries. You can reach and find Ms. Erica and Bougie Luminaries on bougieluminaries.com. You can find them on all social media platforms at Bougie Luminaries, except Twitter, it's B Luminaries. And Erica, I want to thank you for joining us and just, you know, keep in touch. I'll definitely be ordering some things from you as well. And uh, I just, again, just pray that you guys will just blow all the way up. (laughs) Thank you so (laughs) much. Thank you. And the market is wide open for you. So have fun with it. Enjoy the ride. And I'm sure we'll be talking soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having us on. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys take care. You've just heard from Erica Smith, founder and CEO of Bougie Luminaries. Be sure to check them out. We will be giving out a prize to the 100th listener. You will have to join back on the next episode of Coffee with the Bellamies, which airs the fourth Sunday of every month. And we will give you guys a special gift from Bougie Luminaries, um, one of their amazing candles. And make sure that you do join back so that your number will be identified. I'm excited for you guys. You will definitely love what she has in store. So thank you all for joining the first episode of Coffee with the Bellamies. I hope that you have enjoyed the show. Again, join us back the fourth Sunday of every month. Um, It looks like our next show will be on November the 25th at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Number to call is 914-338-0464. This show will play back on Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, as well as iTunes. You can locate the show, the playback of the recording um, on those particular platforms, as well as verondabellamy.com. Again, thank you all. We're back into it. I think I'm on to something, and we're not going to stop. Be inspired. Coffee Coffee with with the the Bellamy's, bringing you laughter, marriage, and current events. Enjoy! Turn off now.